Welcome back to the Teacher Fit Podcast. This week, our nutrition director, Jessica Arico, is talking about alcohol. I know it's the end of summer. We might want that delicious cocktail on the beach or by the pool, or maybe you're that educator that just needs to take the edge off with a glass of wine or a nice glass of bourbon at the end of the day. Whatever it is, take a listen to this episode. Learn more about alcohol and its impact on your wellness. Welcome back to the Teacher Fit Student Fit Nutrition Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Arico. And as always, I am very thankful that you are listening. And I really want this podcast to give you guys the nutritional information and the tools that you need to make the best decision for your body and your life so that you are not showing up best for your students, to my educators, and for others, whatever it is that you do in your career that you are showing up best for that, but you are showing up best for your life. You're showing up best, not only for the people that love you and support you, but you are showing up best for yourself and that making sure that you are laying the groundwork for an optimally healthy post career as well. These are the tools that you need in order to make those wise decisions. And with those tools too, we are weeding through the information that is out there and can be very confusing from social media platforms, from the rampant articles that are out there saying that certain things are good or bad, and getting down to the truth of the matter when it comes to nutrition. And if there's anything that you want more information about from a nutrition perspective, or there's a topic that you would like me to cover, please, please, please go and contact us at at teacherfitstudentfit on Instagram or Facebook, or you can direct message me at at Jess Allen Arico on Instagram or Facebook. And that's at J-E-S-S-A-L-L-Y-N-A-R-I-C-O. I got to pause here and do a reality check. It is 99 degrees here in St. Louis, Missouri. You walk outside, the humidity is so high you're drenched with sweat, literally, when you take a step outside. Saunas are great when you want to be in them, but not necessarily when you are fully dressed and ready to go somewhere and you're walking out and you are drenched with sweat. And no matter where you are in the country, if you are in what we call a dry heat on the West Coast, it's still hot and you have to replenish that that water, that hydration, those electrolytes. So if you did not listen to last week's podcast on hydration, You might want to go back and give that one a listen. It's a great takeaway on other ways to hydrate your body. If water isn't your favorite go-to on a daily basis, because there are other ways. So go back, give that one a listen. It will help you in these long dog days of summer. And on that too, though, when it comes to summer, when it comes to actually any time of the year, and some of us, if you enjoy a social occasion, but you also enjoy an alcoholic beverage, or if you're an individual who likes to sit at home and just enjoy a glass of wine or just a a nice clean bourbon, you're relaxing and you're concerned that your weight loss efforts or your physical performance efforts are going to be stopped or halted because of that, 
That's what today's podcast is about. So we're going to get right into that. First of all, I am going to squash the rumor that alcohol kills weight loss and performance goals. Alcohol alone does not do that. It does not. What does that, just like anything else that we've talked about when it comes to food, is an overconsumption of the alcohol, overconsumption of the foods that are highly caloric, what we call non-nutritive, meaning it has little to no nutritional value. And we are overconsuming anything because there has to be that balance, like we've talked about has to be a balance of how much energy your body is using on a daily basis versus the amount of energy you are consuming. And of course, there are going to be foods that have more caloric density than others. Some foods that have more caloric density and no nutritional value, which are going to hinder your goals if you overconsume them. I'm gonna go into a little bit of an example for you because this is a client, I have a client who is an amazing CrossFit, cross, CrossFit, wow, CrossFit athlete, wow, CrossFit, CrossFit athlete. She's in fantastic shape. She just wants to get a little bit leaner. And she said to me, my thing is I, I want to get a little bit leaner, but I really, 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 really enjoy going out on the weekends, being with my friends. And we drink, and we don't just drink one drink. We drink quite a few drinks. So how can I include those quite a few drinks and continue to have weight loss? And I did have to tell her, I said, look, here's the thing. If you want to get leaner, you're going to have to cut back on the amount of drinks that you have in order to cut out that weight. Because again, it's a, it's a caloric balance. And we're going to get into another part of it, which is the alcohol part and what alcohol does to hinder your metabolism when it's being removed from your body. So again, it's a kind of a reality check. I did let her know. I said, look, you know, you can definitely include that, but you need to make sure that you cut back on that in order to see the results that you actually want. And here's why. Let's say that you go out with your friends for a dinner. You guys are seated. Your, your lovely server comes to you and asks, what would you like to drink? And you say, I would like a glass of ice water, but I would also like a lovely white wine. I'm using white wine as the example because it also has a higher sugar content than your red wines um, and a lot of other drinks as well. But it's also something that a lot of people tend to order. It's quite common. And then of course it also has the alcohol content. Let's also say that you have throughout the day before you went to dinner with your friends, you've consumed a relatively healthy um, diet throughout the day. You had a good breakfast, you had a good lunch, you had a couple snacks, but everything balanced out when it comes to proteins and fats and carbohydrates, or if you're on a, you know, another plan that you know doesn't have carbs or whatever, you followed your plan. You, you did what you you know, have been doing consistently. So you're ready to go and your body is well fed going into this evening. You sit down, you haven't had an appetizer yet and you drink your alcohol. You start drinking that glass of wine. This is what happens in your body. 
So let's say your body's been processing the carbohydrates, fats, protein synthesis. All of a sudden it sees the alcohol and it goes, stop everything. Put on hold because we've got a toxin. We have a foreign enemy in our body. We've got to get rid of it. Stops the process of protein synthesis, stops the fat burning, stops the carbohydrates and fats and everything else from going to different parts of your body because it feels this need to immediately get rid of the toxin, which it sees as alcohol. So again, everything is halted. All of your fat burning, protein synthesis, it kind of stops everything right there. So there's a pause to those systems until your body is able to get rid of and flush out that alcohol toxin. And I'm sure, let's go back to you sitting at the table with your friends. While you're sitting at the table with your friends, maybe you guys got hummus and vegetables and pita chips, or maybe you got nachos. I don't know, whatever you got. So you're also adding in those calories on top of the alcohol that you consumed. And by the way, that white wine that you have also has the sugars in it from the fermenting process and the alcohol. So that's got carbohydrates as well as the alcohol component. Got that on top of the food that you're consuming. And remember that those carbohydrates, fats, and proteins are not being processed the regular way they would because your body's trying to get rid of the alcohol. So those are on hold until you get rid of it. So you've got all of those calories going in, your body's on a stopping point when it comes to fat loss and protein synthesis at this moment. And then you've got these calories. So again, that's strictly from a caloric perspective. That doesn't mean that your body is never gonna process fat again, or never gonna burn fat again, or never gonna protein synthesize again. It's just on pause. And as soon as you stop, and as soon as it's ready to get rid of that, or it's gotten rid of the alcohol, your body goes right back to its metab metabolism. It goes right back to protein synthesis. When you are trying to lose weight, when you are trying to train for a performance event, it doesn't mean that you have to totally remove these things from your diet. It simply means you need to weave them in when it is nutritionally best for you. So again, having that one drink with friends when you've been consistently really solid on your plan is not going to hinder your fat loss or hinder your performance completely. It will not. It's going to put it on pause for that moment. But let's take a different scenario. Maybe that dinner with your friends and you're having that glass of wine goes to three glasses of wine, four glasses of wine. And if this is something that you do once or twice a week with all of this wine, that obviously that time to get rid of that alcohol, that toxin is going to be longer than simply that just one glass of wine that once a week. And yeah, it's going to push that, push that back. And you're putting more calories into your body as well. And also, as we know, alcohol can hinder your uh, decision-making. So maybe you're eating things that you wouldn't necessarily eat with, with all of that. So pay attention to how much you are consuming, pay attention to the foods that you're consuming as well, when you are under the influence of alcohol and making sure that you are you know, if, if that's your goal, if you want to reach those weight loss, and fit, weight loss and fitness performance goals, that you have that in the back of your mind. Yeah, you want to enjoy this with your friends, but you also have these goals. So again, it's a give and take. It's a balance. 
there are choices and decisions you have to make in order to achieve one or the other. Again, it doesn't mean you're just totally strip one out in order to achieve the other. It simply is a balance. The other piece of this is what type of alcohol that you are drinking. So not alcohol, no, obviously alcoholic drinks are not made equally. Let's say that you're going to have a margarita, for instance. When you're having a margarita, you not only have the tequila in there, which is the straight alcohol, you also have the mixer, the margarita mixer, which is heavily laden with syrup. And you have other ingredients in there as well, depending on the type of margarita that it is. And that little margarita, that one drink that you have, packs in about 850 calories. Think about that for a second. Typically, on average, you may consume as, again, whatever your daily caloric intake is, but on average, average American recommended daily allowance is between 1,500 to 2,000 calories a day. 850 calories. That's a lot of calories. And those are non-nutritive calories. Those are calories that do not provide our bodies with needed nutrition. And on top of that, you have the alcohol content. So that again, that's going to stop the processing of anything going into your body until it evacuates that alcohol. So again, margaritas are, they taste amazing. But again, I just want to make sure that you are aware that when you're making that choice and you're eating the, you know, the foods on top of that too, that's a lot. You could make a different choice. You could choose to do um, a vodka and club and a lime which is going to be a lot less calorically. Vodka, one fluid ounce is about 64 calories. In the club soda, zero calories. Those slice of lime, not even relevant. So that is a lot less and it is not going to obviously impact from a caloric perspective as much as that margarita would. Or even if you have a, a bourbon or a whiskey clean, so Again, a clean is just a straight bourbon whiskey. Um, and that's going to be about 69 to 70, 72 calories, depending. Again, it's about what choices that you make, what works best for your lifestyle, and what you enjoy. Wines are going to be a little bit different because all wines are fermented differently. There's obviously different types of grapes with different types of sugar levels. So that is going to be very brand specific. Beer is the same way, but beer is also going to pack in a lot of carbs simply because of the, um, the barley and the hops and the other ingredients that are included too. There are light beers, which are a better choice when it comes to your caloric intake. But again, remember, just because it says it's a light beer does not mean that it takes away the alcohol from getting into your system and stopping the metabolism. Um, there's also a lot of you know companies out there that are touting it's a clean alcohol. Just because it's a clean alcohol doesn't mean that it doesn't do the same thing. It's alcohol. Alcohol, regardless of how it is processed, is going to stop your body for that period of time from processing carbohydrates, fats, and doing protein synthesis. Because it's alcohol, it's a toxin to your body. So again, 
if you enjoy alcohol, if you love going, you know, and just having drinks with friends or you enjoy just a nice relaxing evening with a bottle of wine or, you know, a glass of wine or a snifter of, of, of brandy or, or whiskey or whatever, that is your choice. Just make sure that you are doing it that in a way that makes sense with your nutrition goals and your health goals. The other piece of this is making sure that whatever you are doing, as always, that you are consistent. So if you are consistently, again, making choices like, as I said before, if you're making choices of drinking every single evening, you are having multiple drinks per evening and you are trying to lose weight, there's going to be that payoff. There's going to be that, that balance of, okay, what is what do I value more here? What do I want to do more? If you want to lose weight and you want to be consistent with that, then you're going to have to make some choices as to what do I need to cut back on in order to reach that goal. When it comes to physical performance, I actually know some athletes who do really enjoy their alcohol and, and that's fine. And they're able to, to balance that out. They're able to include that and infuse that in their program. I infuse it in my program when I'm not in training for something, when I'm in an off season. So, because I know that when I get into my season, I, I have to remove it simply to get to my fitness goal for my performance activity. But I balance that making sure that I'm consistent with my diet, with all of my macro and micronutrients, and then knowing what I need to do to manipulate my food that day so that I can have a drink or two that evening or for whatever event that I'm going to. So it's about consistency and it's about planning. It's about preparing and knowing what your goals are and knowing what you are willing to tolerate of yourself. And maybe you are an individual. Again, it's very dependent on the individual too. I'm making these statements and, and all the studies that I am pulling from to, to get this information is based on obviously general population. It's based on not, in, like, not you. <laughs> you are your own science experiment. So you know what's best for your body you know how your body will respond to alcohol, how it will respond to different foods. Pay attention to that and pay attention to what you can tolerate. Knowing that information, so you have the information that you are, you are innately given because you are uniquely in your own body and you have had these experiences with the foods that you enjoy and the alcohol that you enjoy. Take the tools that I'm giving you here and supplement that with the information that you have already about your own body. So if you're an individual that you're like, you know what, I typically do go out with my friends and I have three glasses of wine and I'm meeting my goals. That's great. That's your body. And it's able to do that. That's fantastic. So not everybody can do that. So again, pay attention to your own unique body, pay attention to the signals that your body gives you so that you can make the best decision, so that you can reach your goals. And the other piece of this, again, I'm gonna reiterate this because I think that media does a really good job of shaming people into um, the choices that, may, that they make or shaming people out of the choices that they make. 
There is no bad food. Alcohol is not bad. It is the overconsumption of any of these items, of anything that is not going to get you to where you want to be when it comes to your health and fitness goals. You get to make that decision for yourself. And quite honestly, too, I am somebody that, you know, I work with people to get them to that place to where they want to be their optimal level of health. But when it comes down to it, you're the best individual to get yourself there because you know your body best. You may need guidance along the way, but I want you to feel confident that you can make these decisions for yourself. You can get yourself to where you need to be, where you want to be, where you feel your best. Take this information that I'm giving you on a weekly basis, map it out, make it make sense for you. And if you need more information, you need more help, please reach out to us at Teacher Fit Student Fit. Reach out to me. I will give you guys more information on these podcasts. If you want further information, if you want me to cover different topics, please let us know because we are more than willing to help you out there. And particularly for my educators who are gearing up to go back to the classroom this year. I want you to feel confident going back that you can do your own solid meal planning, your own solid nutrition and preparing that for the school year to make sure that you stay on track to your goals. I'm gonna to continue to give you guys information about how you can do that and giving you information on how you can plan and prepare your meals and your life so that you don't feel overburdened by work plus trying to achieve your health and fitness goals. So again, as always, I am so thankful for you guys joining. I am very thankful for you continuing to listen. Please reach out to me and Teacher Fit Student Fit at, at Teacher Fit Student Fit on Instagram or Facebook. Again, you can also DM me on Instagram or Facebook at, at Jess Allen Arico. That's at J E S S A L L Y N A R I C O. And thank you guys so much. Have a fantastic and nutritionally sound week. Take care. Mm-hmm.